get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Bring out the Zamboni! It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company. A proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. Alongside Tanner Hendrickson and Bradford Bruns, who is stepping in for BK today. He'll be back with us tomorrow. I'm Alex Ferrario. As we get set for Blues and Stars to open up the season, and to do so, we welcome in our weekly hit with the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, who is now on our 101 ESPN guest line. Curbs shipping up or shipping down to Dallas, I should say. How is it, sir? Uh, We will be down there this evening. Looking forward to it. The team left on Monday for some team building um i didn't need the extra two or three days out of town so we'll get in tonight and uh looking forward to it uh, it was great to see nhl regular season action return last night and tonight and looking forward to just how this blues team starts to take shape maybe uh, maybe you me and joe go on a team bonding trip next year curbs we just build up our team chemistry for the broadcast year uh, I did that this year. I went to Europe. I don't know where you were. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I must have lost that invite in the mail. We'll get that <laughs> next year, Curbs. Hey, I'm glad you brought up the games last night, though, because I, you know I was very interested to watch the Nashville Predators play because all of the experts, quote-unquote experts, Curbs, they're all sitting here acting like Nashville is going to be a top three, top four team in the Central Division. They looked good, but are you surprised at how many people view Nashville as being a, a superior team to the Blues this season? No, I, I think if uh, not, no, because I know how they break things down and, and how they look at it. I think when you look at the addition of Luke Shen and Ryan O'Reilly and the grit and how they decided to put it together with Barry Trotz back at the helm, at least in terms of a general manager aspect and his philosophies on things, uh, the coaching change and, and what they did, I, I think I think there's a lot, a lot to be excited about. You know, if if you're a Nashville, you know, Predators fan, I mean, that team is, they had that one run to the Stanley Cup final and just haven't been able to to match it or some of that sustained success since. So um, I'm not at all surprised by it. And and more importantly, back to the Blues end of it, Alex, it's because I think the Blues have a lot of question marks based on last season and then what they've got coming into this season. And frankly – Maybe the prognostications on where the Blues, uh, these people think the Blues will finish. At this point in time, based on last year and stuff, they might be fair. It's just you actually got to go play the games then to see how it works out. Curbs, speaking of the NHL from last night, what did you make of Connor Bedard's debut with the Chicago Blackhawks? I think I was ready to throw my a rock at my TV. <laughs> like the Blackhawks, the Blackhawks score a goal, Connor Bedard's not even on the ice, and they... <laughs> shoot to Connor Bedard on the bench. Like, what are we looking for? An 18-year-old's reaction to a goal being scored while he's watching? Like, uh, you know, listen, I I think it's great for the league to have this kind of talent coming in, right? 
Do I love seeing it with the Blackhawks? No, but okay, I got to live with that. But the reality of it is, is it, it's this is the way it's going to be. You know, Connor McDavid's, you know, in his ninth season, and this is you know a guy that they think could rival him in a, in a lot of ways. And I, I think it's great that we get to see him both in the Western Conference, and you know, because the, the East has had Crosby and Ovechkin for so long, right? So I think there's a lot of justifiable excitement for him, and um, but. He's 18, and it's going to t- there's going to be some growth for him as it comes in because of, of what they're going to surround him with. I like the fact that the Blackhawks put him with Taylor Hall, and they've got Corey Perry. They've got veteran guys around him. They, uh, it's a great move by Chicago, and we're going to get to see plenty of this young man who picked. I think he was, what, the third? What is this? He, he was the fifth youngest player in NHL history to score a point in his NHL debut and the first to do it in about 10 years. So that's uh, that, that's a cool little nugget on him. Yeah, I'm with you. The, the hype around it was great for the NHL, but I was so surprised at how many camera shots were on Connor Bedard in the second and third period when other guys were scoring. But we're talking with Chris Kerber, voice of the Blues, here on BK and Ferrario. So, Kerbs, I'm not sure if you heard uh, Doug Armstrong's presser a little bit ago, but uh, the one comment that stuck out to both T-Bone and I was him talking about what he's going to be evaluating this season. And it sure sounded like, from Doug's perspective, points and wins, of course, are going to be the main evaluator but he talked about the attitude and hearing him discuss that it felt like he was discussing trying to find out if the right core is in place for this team to enter this new era so he's talking about character in my book when I kind of break that down and uh, his I talked to Craig Berube about just the mental grind of the season and Craig Berube talked about toughness And he said, it's not just can you take a hit, can you deliver a hit. It's do you have the mental toughness, and not just from game to game, but from shift to shift with the highs and lows of the season. Last year, the psyche of this team, I think, was very fragile for a multitude of different reasons we've we've hashed out, you know, ad nauseum. Uh, To me, what Doug's talking about is how do you react when it it doesn't go your way? You know, do you slump your head? Are you barking at a coach? how are you handling things? Because as you're turning this over to younger players, I think those attitudes and stuff really make a big difference. Now, to me, it also goes a little bit beyond that. It's your attitude away from the rink. Attitude means work ethic. Attitude means everything involved. Are you all in? Are you doing your part? Because Doug knows that as part of this process that he began last year, and I love Tom Stillman's quotes in the paper yesterday, by the way, in Matt DeFrank's articles. Like, yeah. They have hopes, and the goal is to be back in the playoffs, and they feel that they can. But Doug Armstrong also very realistically knows where he is in this retooling and this readjustment, and he knows what's going to be important over the next few years, and attitude is a big part of it. Curbs, final one from you, and we appreciate the time as always. Looking forward to the broadcast tomorrow night. Uh, He did also talk about Colton Pareko in his press conference earlier today, and we're going to discuss this in the 12 o'clock hour, but you and I are are – high on Colton Pareko, especially for what he can provide this team this season. But Army comped him to a successful season being Jay Bowmeister. What does that mean in your eyes? Listen, I, I put this out on social media months ago. If you go on, if you go on to HockeyReference.com, go compare Jay Bowmeister's first, se- first eight seasons in the league, because Pareko's entering his ninth, to Jay Bowmeister's. 
couple of quick caveats. One, yes, Jay Bowmeister was younger. Colton Pareko went the college route. But Jay Bowmeister was a third overall pick, and Colton Pareko was a third-round pick. Go look at the numbers, guys. I mean, it's it's crazy how identical it is, with the big difference being Jay Bowmeister didn't play in one playoff game his first eight seasons in the league. Bowmeister didn't play in a playoff game until he came to the St. Louis Blues. Right? doesn't have 70 playoff games to his resume by the time he's getting into his ninth season. I say that because the comparisons are there. It, maybe it's time to adjust expectations of Colton Pareko. If you're looking for a 50-point defenseman, you're not going to get it unless he gets power play time. And he's not going to get that power play time with Tory Krug and probably Justin Falk here. He's going to get what he's getting, what, 15 seconds average on time a game maybe if it comes out. Colton Pareko is going to be part of a lockdown group that's going to eat 23, 24 minutes a game. He's going to be the first guy over the board. He's going to play more five-on-five minutes than just about anybody in the league. He's going to get more defensive zone face-offs again this year like he did last year, which was more, more than just about anybody in the league. And if you look at that with the new structure of the St. Louis Blues, I think your expectations are realistic and good. I, I think Colton, from a health standpoint, from an attitude standpoint, from a team standpoint, is poised to have a terrific year. And if Kupareko ends up with around 26 to 33, averaging 23 to 20 to 24 minutes a game, logging just as many penalty kill minutes as anybody on the team, and he's playing most of those minutes against the best players in the National Hockey League, you're in some really good shape with Colton Pareko. He's the voice of the Blues. You get that kind of analysis here on 101 ESPN, of course, on the Blues broadcast and a new podcast, Curbs. Yeah, how about this one? We, we kicked it off in the first episode. It's up there. Fans can check out my Twitter feed for the link to it uh, right now. But it's uh, we're, we're kicking off a new podcast this year called Curbside, which on a weekly basis will be like an hour-long show format featuring guests and breakdowns and topics from around not just hockey but maybe even the sports world. But it'll be hockey-centric. But most importantly, Alex, part of that is going to be uh, episodes called Curbside Reaction. And so after every single game, when you get up the next morning, we're going to upload uh, you know, uh, maybe like a 12, 15-minute podcast with just reaction and some analysis from the previous night's game. So if you watch the game and you want to hear more, you download, you, you subscribe to it. If you miss the game and you want to know exactly what happened, we'll get you some details on that as well. But the first episode is up and running. It's got some reaction from training camp from Steve Ott. It's got some great analysis of camp from Joe Vitale. And uh, I give you my top ten keys to a successful season for the St. Louis Blues. And that's up and running right now. Looking forward to it. You can follow Curbs on Twitter at Chris Kerber. Always appreciate the time, sir. We'll talk to you tomorrow night for Blues and Stars. Got it, Alex. Thanks, Tanner. Talk to you guys a little later.